1: Yeah, Memorial Day Friday, indeed. You get a nice little long weekend. There's always a hot dog or two somewhere along the way. A nice cold beer, a barbecue, a succession finale, and uh, you know, I guess the Celtics are going to get another game. There's a lot going on, Cee. How you feeling,
2: t Raj, if we don't get every single day, if we don't get a your summer station, if I don't hear <laughs> I that, like that, I'm going to have problems. That what? Let's so what's the actual date where summer ends? September, ends? September
1: twentieth, yeah. I think.
2: Can we, from now to September nineteenth, 20- get your summer station? <laughs> am I asking for
1: too much there? I don't think so. I mean that 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 works for me. The summer station. I can't even say it. You're you're much better at it than your I. Your
2: summer station.
1: <laughs> that's uh, a that that, that's much better. Chris is the best at it, but uh, yours isn't too bad either. So we can. Uh, you you should probably put your request in writing. Send it down yeah. to Chris and see if uh see if he can hook you up. Why not?
2: All right, so are you going to? How much of your weekend will you be sitting in your backyard, drinking something, grilling something, and doing nothing?
1: Well, the last, I'll take the last part first. Doing nothing, all of it. Right, as far as th- th- that's that's the goal. I maybe the little golf here or there. We'll see. Yeah. Um,
2: Susan, but it's almost working. like golf. It's almost like golf gets in the way. Well, that's doing something,
1: which is not, it's kind of the opposite of what I want to do. I want to yeah. do nothing, like you were talking about. Sue's working all weekend, so I don't have to worry about the hey, we should go do this or go do that. There, there could be a great deal of couch time coming up for me in the next three days, and a little bit of grill
2: time for sure. How about you? I could also see that you probably don't put shoes on for probably four straight days.
1: Okay, okay. Is, this, is this weird? Because my, yeah. my buddies make fun of me for this. <laughs> I always have my shoes on. Oh, you do? Like, even, even when I'm in the house, they think that, they, they think that it might be like a tell on that couch? I'm- On the couch? I have shoes on in the house. Like, a- almost always. I, I wouldn't say 24 hours a day. Like, I don't sleep with them on. But yeah. I, until I'm getting ready to go to bed, I have shoes on my feet. You don't want to breathe? I, I don't know. I'm more comfortable with them on than with them off. Interesting. Do
3: you have a weird okay. foot thing? Like, are, no, you, are your feet weird? No, I don't, I don't anti think Bobby. so. I, I'll wear like uh, uh, flip flops. I'll do that. Maybe this is Bobby's rebellion. It's because you wear your shoes too often. and <laughs> he's going to rebel against. You That's
1: right. It. Maybe. But I, I forget what it was. But I took a picture of of the inside of our house one time, and and I was in the picture, and my buddy saw that I had shoes on, and they're like, "Dude, why do you have shoes on in your family room?" Like, is that Can't weird? you see
2: like Christmas morning where everyone's going to the tree? I and put my shoes on. Everybody has like slippers on. You're lacing up boots.
3: Well, yeah. So like do you wear your shoes on the couch? Do you wear yes. your
2: shoes?
1: You, you put your shoes no, on your couch. I dangle my feet off the edge. I don't put my – because I don't want my shoes Obviously, on the yeah. couch. But yeah. so I'll, you know, head on the little armrest and then my feet I kind of go at like a, i don't know like a 38 and a half degree angle so yep. just my feet are hanging off the edge you understand now
2: well i understand <laughs> the concept i don't understand why you don't just take your shoes off and let your know. feet breathe it you, feels your, so much your better your
3: feet are so weird it, that not. must be what it is look
1: i'll, I'll let you see my feet if you want to see them but <laughs> they're, they're free they're not weird they're normal feet you bought the couch you do what you want Trav. yeah thank you i i, I don't know if it's okay. a bad back situation well, i thought, I, I, th- th- I, like to, I thought even look, like i like
2: to wear my shoes okay leave me alone i, th- I thought in the backyard that's like the perfect place where you know you got some grass you're just walking around so you either got flip-flops or you're wearing nothing you're you basically have protected feet the the entire time i've got my vans on
1: hey look sometimes in the house i'll relax and put my slip-on vans on as opposed to the ones that lace up it's a a little easier to get those on and off but yes there will be food on the grill i will definitely uh have a couple of cocktails along the way and you know i i I've I've been eyeing a blueberry kind of cobbler dessert kind of thing that I want to take a run at. I had one the other day that was terrific. Saw now, the photo. Yeah, now I want to uh, I want to try to recreate it, so I'm going to probably take a run at that too.
2: It's funny, Memorial Day is for those that Now I'm I'm not I'm not the best example cuz I did come down to San Diego, so I did leave, but I left at a time where I knew, okay, I don't have to deal with all the headache and the traffic and everything else. When people say, "Yeah, we're taking off for Memorial Day weekend, and they're gone for whatever three, four days, and they leave Friday afternoon and they don't come back till Monday night or mm-hmm. whatever it is," does that not sound like the biggest headache in <laughs> Southern California, or is it just me?
1: No, it's not just you. They're, they're, I don't want to go anywhere on a weekend where every, unless it's Christmas or Thanksgiving, when you want to go see your family and you kind of have to traveling on memorial day, labor day, 4th of july, any of the, any of those things like i'm staying home
3: it's like peak staycation.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. That is very, very well said. That I want to, I want to have a good time. I want to have maybe so see some friends and things like that. But I'm not getting on the road when ninety eight percent of the country is on the road. I'm not interested. We
3: also live in a beautiful place, so we don't have to travel to somewhere nice over a long vacation weekend. But I, I it's it's peak grill. It's good for hanging out with friends, going to the pool, going to the lake, going to the beach. Things that are like within reach, Close, not yeah. to travel.
2: I feel by like the I way, like I don't the know the about the beach. I don't know about the no. Beach never this the week. beach. Actually. Yeah, okay.
3: well, beach. if it's a small beach, not a, I, like a I live, super public beach. I live
1: near the beach. I don't live at the beach, but I live near the beach, and it is a nightmare down there. Like when you when you drive by it, it's and all of my friends and family they are all beach people, and I'm the opposite of that. I'm an anti-beach person. You lack whimsy. If, I, I I lack beach whimsy for sure. You
2: have your vans on on the sand.
1: That's a, okay. So this, I actually am a flip flop guy at the beach. On the rare occasions I go, my kids wear vans to the beach, and it drives me crazy. So does
3: Yates. Yates wears vans. Yeah, uh, vans to the beach too. I, I don't quite get that. He has beach vans specifically.
1: I'm going to start wearing boots like Sleazy suggested, <laughs> like Timberlands.
2: <laughs> get the ones where they're like literally the boots go up to almost your calf, and then you're you're tying all the way up just to make sure that no sand gets in. What are you doing? Um, I am. I got a few things going on. Tomorrow will be... Remember I told you about a month ago, I said when I come down to San Diego and I visit some family, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a very Middle Eastern thing where you stop and you go say hi to some different family and everybody offers you a cup of coffee. Oh, and right, you have, right, right. And you have a cup of coffee everywhere you Did go. Did you not
1: sleep last night on your way into town?
2: <laughs> well, it's that will start the coffee... the Kind of the coffee tour, you can call it. Um, is it good the, coffee? The Tur- oh, it's Turkish coffee. It's that amazing sounds coffee. sounds great. I'd like yeah, to try it's, it's that. Yeah, it's great coffee. And they always come with some... You know, some different types of chocolates and some peanut – or not peanuts, but different types of nuts. Every nut that you can think of, right? It's it's dates and – I haven't, I haven't
1: and, heard anything I don't like so
2: far. It's all amazing. <laughs> yeah. But when you're on your seventh cup of coffee <laughs> – <laughs> at that point, and you're just telling everybody, yeah, let's do another one. I Might as well at this point.
4: What difference does
2: it make? <laughs> Doesn't make any difference. So, I'll uh I got a buddy of mine later today, we'll go to Little Italy and grab a beer. Haven't seen him in a while, so spend a little time with him. Do some breakfast with the family on Sunday. So, just kind of got a got a few things lined up here. Get on the road
1: back from San Diego on Monday afternoon around 4.
2: Is that the right time?
1: Yeah, I think that's just that way you'd roll into Pasadena around midnight.
2: I think I think that would be ideal. Do you know? You know, sometimes you put in your map and it says, "Okay, hey, just to let you know, these are you're leaving during peak hours or whatever it is." That's what I usually wait for. I usually
1: you want the whole map to be red lines, just
2: and I want it as high as I want the bars as high as possible.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: No, I, I, I will come back, and this is my strategy here: Sunday night. I will come back. So that really? way like I don't have to deal well, he'll with had any of the stuff on Monday.
1: 8 billion milligrams of caffeine by this point, Emily. He'll, right. be, he'll be more than And everybody will be inside watching back.
3: Succession too, so you yep. the roads will all be clear because everyone right. else is inside watching Succession.
1: So we got to talk about Succession at some point today. So this is
2: it, by the way? This is it. This, this is, is it. It.
1: it. The, the last it episode. Is a <laughs> why it is am I, a final.
2: Why am I interested and excited and I haven't seen one episode yet?
1: Well, because finale TV is always compelling. Because it's it's either going to be, that was great, or, oh my God, they just ruined a really good show. <laughs> They're they really, crashed the plane. They didn't land the plane. Right. There's no middle ground in those things. You either really like finales or you really hate them. Okay. So can I, it's exciting.
2: Can I, can I ask the both of you, how do you feel going into the last episode? Are you... Um, do you think you'll be disappointed? Trav, you were just telling me recently, was it the last episode that you really liked? Yes. Okay, so, I mean, is this setting up for a great finale, or you think they're going to screw it up?
3: So, for me personally, if we're taking this into an NBA quarter situation of this sure. season, so uh, right out the gate, first quarter, they're up 15-2. to two. I think the Bench, first episode personally was Bench really good. Yeah, deal. (laughs) Yeah, bench deal. Uh, No, so first, first part of the first quarter, I think was fantastic their second and third quarter weren't terrible, but the other team was going on some runs. They were like, they close w-
1: to terrible. They
3: were falling apart. They were having some shots, but they were in the game. They were within five points of this kind of like could achieve this greatness. There were
1: some Charlotte Hornet moments in quarters <laughs> two and three for sure. <laughs>
3: but fourth quarter for sure. So the last Definitely three take last out now. <laughs> last three episodes, they can't miss. They're, they're shooting from three. They're shooting from half. No heat checks anywhere. I think that episode so the, um, the election episode, the funeral episode, and potentially this finale could be great. So it's, it's just c- coming down to the final two minutes of this game. If they can stay out of foul trouble, if they can meet these get these threes, it mm. can really land the plan very well. So I'm feeling very much in the space of, I'm a little anxious about it because everyone's kind of already crowning them as the winners of Prestige TV of the past five years.
1: No, I'm, in of, <laughs> I'm in this space of,
3: I'm in the space of, Depends on how they yep. finish out the game.
1: I'm with Emily. I I am with Emily. That this this could go either way, right? There are great series that have great finales, like Breaking yep. Bad. There are great series. Better that Call have, Saul. I thought it was great. Yep, like that one too. There are great series that have controversial endings, like The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I happen to like it, but it was I very polarizing. Too. And then I think The Wire had a terrible conclusion. I, mm-hmm. I I just thought that that was a really... Game of Thrones. unsad Game of Thrones is another one. Even though I don't know it, people were deeply unsatisfied by it. It's compelling. I I want to see it. So we'll, we'll spend some time talking about it, who we think gets control of it. Emily and I will do that part, and we can all talk about our favorite and, and least favorite episodes. Um Let's start right here, Slee. I listened to your uh, Lakers talk. I got a lot of questions about what Wendy said. I need to, uh, I I need to, I'm going to bother you about things that he said. We're doing that next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm not much of a uh,
1: latigre, Tigre, or uh, I should say a thrift store person, Al, yeah. listening to Chris's imaging right there talking about the old La Tigre brand. I, I, I went to that one little flea market thing in Dana Point a few weekends ago and yep. was underwhelmed, shall we say, but if I knew that there was a place where I could find Le Tigre old like golf shirts, I might be all over that. If if you happen to go through one, Emily Taylor, get a double XL in a La Tigre if you run into one for me.
2: M, I don't you uh I think M is the most likely to visit one of these uh yeah. thrifts or I
3: do go. I went market. last week, yeah.
2: Yeah, so keep an eye out for your boy travel. You, you you have no idea. I what I have that no is. idea whatsoever. Yeah. And also, so,
3: I, d- finding double XL in a thrift mm-hmm. store is really unlikely. Why do you why is do you have it? to assume?
2: <laughs> why do you have to assume it's double XL? Can it be no? Just I, XL? I, I said asked for it. He I for said
1: that. It. I just said that. See, I didn't like, assume. See if those
2: headphones are working. <laughs> <laughs> the headphones are working, but I'm just trying to give you a little credit. Uh, I'm trying no, to give you a little credit, but
3: um, why a lot of times they're picked over because that's the one. Well, like skinny people want to go get it and have it be a big T-shirt and like cut it up and all that good stuff, but. One of the coolest thrift store finds that I found this past weekend, I didn't get it because it was a little expensive, it was $109, but it was a Ooh. jacket, and it was from someone who had worked the Academy Awards, so it had just like Academy Awards staff on the thing, and it was a really cool, like, well-built jacket, it was like a Carhartt jacket, said Academy Awards staff person, and then like, that person's name, so I think that would have been really cool if it was maybe $40 instead of 100 dollars Yeah, that's,
1: a, that's expensive. Just yeah. to kind of close the loop, M. the, the Tigre, You know, you know what Izod is? Lacoste? Yes. The little alligator. Same exact thing, only picture a really cheesy tiger instead of an alligator. I'll look for it for you. you keep your eyes peeled. Did you ever have any La Tigre, Alf?
2: No, I think we, we did this. I mean, obviously, you got that promo that ran. I remember we were talking about that. And for me, it was whatever Macy's sold. There was a good chance that I had whatever <laughs> Macy's had.
1: Well, they had everything, right? They they had brand names at Macy's.
2: Nautica, Tommy Hilfiger. It was, I feel like uh, Ralph Lauren was in Macy's a lot. Oh, yeah. It was more Polo because Ralph Lauren was the more expensive of the two. <laughs> if you got oh. Polo... You were kind of getting the brand a little bit on a knockoff there.
1: Stupid question. There's a difference between those two? Yes.
2: Yeah, I think there is, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that.
3: So Ralph Lauren is kind of like the general brand, and then Polo Polo Ralph Lauren is the specific little icon of the, the Polo player. So it's kind of like if you can consider the company that owns Banana Republic, Gap, Athleta and Old Navy it's the difference between Gap and Old Navy it's okay. relatively similar but there's a difference in quality I
2: just like it's like horse. it's the difference between a starter and somebody a little bit deeper on the bench <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the difference between Austin Reeves and Malik Beasley is, yes. that, <laughs> is that the difference you get right more there?
2: of a discount there right now Reeves is a hot commodity
1: I got to take this phone call because somebody's got my back sleeve let's go to Ruben in Huntington Beach Ruben what's going on this morning yeah no I
0: got your back it's Totally, you're totally not wrong They're out of the normal. I wear my shoes all the time. I have a ten-year-old, a nine-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-and-a-half. Boy, girl, boy, girl. Wow. My wife's pregnant with twins. <laughs> wow. and, um, you never know what's going to happen. As soon as I take my shoes off, somebody needs something out of the car or trash needs to be taken out. I dangle my feet off the couch and the last thing I do before I'm ready to relax is take off my shoes at the end of the day.
3: You're in go position at all yeah,
2: times. Yeah, but but Ruben's theory is that makes all the sense in the world. Ruben is running around; anything can happen at any time. He's got, He's got four, gotta go soon to go inside. Six kids. He's <laughs> got to go outside. He's all over the place. Your theory is you just don't take your shoes
4: off. Well,
1: maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just. Uh, that you got to do the trash, like he said. Maybe I'm wearing the, the days of stepping on a Lego in the middle of the night. Th- that's definitely right. a thing of the past. That's not really a deal. When you but, go
3: to others' places, yeah. do you take off your shoes automatically? Do you ask, no. hey, is this okay? That's weird. No,
2: I don't, like, I don't do, take, do take off, do off
1: my do? shoes. I, look, if there's, if, if there's a big pile of shoes, like right when you walk into the yeah, house, like party, and the, yeah. they have white carpets, and they say, hey, would you mind? I would happily take my shoes off. But if there's no need to, I'm going to leave them on.
3: Okay, I think I think a lot of this has to do with that you guys live by the beach, and therefore you're probably tracking in sand or whatever into your home, and you know there's a lot of factors here, but I think barefoot. overall weird feet is my uh, number one. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think of that. that
2: that's not what went through my head because I think Trav would not care even if he had weird feet. <laughs> Al gets it. Right. I
3: don't know how weird they could be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll decide whether I want to share this. Some other. Some other time. Quick little NFL note. Adam Schefter is reporting that the Cardinals have released DeAndre Hopkins. He is now a free agent, available to go wherever it is that he wants. Little underwhelming stint in Arizona. When he was in Houston with the uh, Texans, he was a monster. Um, not so much in. Arizona with the Cardinals maybe that's a Kyler Murray thing maybe it's a Cliff Kingsbury thing and obviously Kingsbury is gone Kyler Murray is still there but uh, I don't know what sort of value a player like Hopkins would have right now
2: well I I would say and this we see this all the time in sports good players if they end up with the right team the right coach the right circumstance the right offensive coordinator the right quarterback I, I wouldn't be shocked if his Value is still there. He's just with the, he's with the wrong franchise. All
3: right, so here are some teams that I think could be very dangerous if they ended up getting uh, DeAndre Hopkins and could potentially use DeAndre Hopkins. So obviously we have the 49ers. This seems like a thing that they would get, and that they would see someone who has value, and then go get him. They also, there's the Chargers could also see the value in getting someone like DeAndre Hopkins and uh, around Justin Herbert, give him some true weapons. Same reasoning for the Steelers. The Steelers don't really have a number one receiver; they could work it around, but like DeAndre Hopkins would be work there. But then my my most likely that I think is going to happen. Is the Ravens? The Ravens still need more receivers. They have OBJ. Um, they have. Uh, they still have Brown. No, but Hollywood Brown. They could still use another receiver at uh, this caliber to put around Lamar Jackson to please Lamar Jackson and get him on that team.
1: The Niners and Chargers thing, I think, is fascinating. That that that's that's what again. The go go going back with Hopkins. I'm just going to put this through the Rams lens that I look most of the, uh, through the league at. The Rams never sweat that dude ever. Now, maybe you could make the argument that that was a Jalen Ramsey thing because Jalen Ramsey gave him fits when Ramsey was in Jacksonville and Hopkins was in uh, Houston. They played in the AFC South against each other twice a year. They both come to the NFC West. They match up a couple of times a year. And Hopkins never really hurt the Rams. I mean, they have a catch here and there, but he he wasn't doing to them what Debo does to them, right? He wasn't doing to them what DK Metcalf on occasion has done to them. He was a complete non-factor, and I don't know if that's – coloring the way that i look at it Slee or not but i just i do not sweat DeAndre hopkins as a as a fan of one particular team who's gone up against hopkins frequently he never was like man what are we going to do with that guy and there's a lot of guys that i felt
2: that way about i think sometimes especially in the nfl if you're stuck with hey you got to go make it happen on your own hey it's all completely up to you hey it's that's in, in my opinion it's the the worst way of watching the NFL and you put players in such tough positions and I, listen I don't know how much maybe Hopkins ends up in the right position in the right situation next year and he's a changed man or maybe it's just exactly the same but I think fit is so important and I think who's who is your coach who is the franchise is that franchise known for taking guys and they're gonna have a lot more success with that team than they would have somewhere else um, I, I'd be I'd be curious to see where he ends up but I, I wouldn't say that I think he still has value, but you just got to be in the right. Got to be in the right situation.
1: All right. So I was listening to your Lakers talk. I was specifically mm-hmm. listening to the conversation you had with Brian Windhorst um, the other day, and one of the first questions you asked him, Slee, was just kind of the idea of what did you make of the season? And his the first thing out of his mouth was it was a terrific season. Yeah. It was a ter- terrific. Look, Brian Windhorst is not somebody who is prone to hyperbolic expressions of success, right? That's not his default setting. That's why I like him so much that he's he's just one of those guys, yes, it's okay. Like he's very muted in, in his enthusiasm for things most of the time. That he went immediately to, it was a terrific season, really struck me because it was a good season, don't get me wrong, that that relative to where they started and and where they ended up, it was incredibly surprising that they made that journey. But I wonder if terrific season isn't one train stop too far, right? That because it was very good, but terrific, I don't know if it ends in a sweep in the conference finals and against a team that is very, very good in Denver, but that you were clearly not as good as. I know the games were close, but terrific feels a little beyond to me. And I'm curious what you think. I'm curious what Laker fans think, 877-710-ESPN, Good, great, terrific—you know—a little bit of fool's gold because of the the matchups along the way. It just terrific, really caught me by surprise.
2: I I, I hate to, I hate to say it because they did get swept, and there is this—it's the Los Angeles Lakers, and if you don't do this, then that. I agree with them. I think it was a terrific season, too. And I think the more I get away from the loss, the more I get away from the season ending, the more I kind of take a step back and it was like, wow, that was so much better than I thought it was going to be. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give a little background on Winhorse because it's kind of funny to me. Laker fans, when they hear from Brian Winhorse, they think they're only going to get something negative, okay? And, and that's okay. Brian's going to tell his opinion. He's going to give us thoughts on. It. I remember when the Lakers traded Anthony da- for Anthony Davis. Yeah. Was it the same day? It was. It was basically right after the trade happened. I had Windhorse on, and he was like, "I don't know what they're doing. Do you see how much they gave up? This is going to go down as one of the most expensive trades in NBA history. This, that, that, and that. And then the Lakers won an NBA championship. It's like, all right, well, that that. Hopefully, that conversation ended pretty quick. But he's always critical about the Lakers, so to hear him go out of his way, and I think I think what it does, it, it tells me that the expectations were so low that nobody really thought the Lakers were going to do anything. Nobody really thought, even when the trade deadline happened, right after the trade deadline Braun gets injured, um, you're still kind of saying to yourself, all right, but what are they really going to piece together? And then they just kind of start trucking along. Even when they got into the playoffs, I couldn't tell you confidently they're going to get through Memphis. They're going to get through the Golden State Warriors, uh-huh. but they did, and they didn't have home court. I I know what you're, I know where you're going with this, is saying Al, you can't just use the word terrific that loosely. But I think just for where my expectations were and what I thought the season was going to be. And the fact that every game against the Nuggets, I know the Nuggets swept them, but they also weren't losing by 25. They had opportunities to win some of those games. I, I'm okay with it, with describing it that way.
1: Okay, I, w- I want to come back and, and do this uh, next because I think that where you start can really color in your perception of where you finish. That's coming up next. It's Travin Slee, seven ten ESPN. So, what do you think? Do I go for the beginning of summer barbecue with just, like, the traditionals? Do I do some some steaks? Do I go with, like, some chicken thighs on the grill, which are, by the way, you if you're ever looking for something super easy, that's the best way to do it. You can't undercook them. You can, well, you can't undercook them, but you can't overcook them. You can leave them on there all day, and they really don't get dried out. It's the great way to do it, but I've had a lot of that lately. Or do I go exotic? Do I throw some fish on the grill?
2: What do I do, Slee? Um... I actually. Burgers, I, dogs. I was just going to say, I would go super traditional. Why not just some dogs and some burgers? Sure.
0: So just done. enjoy
2: a couple burgers. Uh, the hot know? dog, I know I know the hot dog doesn't even count for you. It's an so appetizer. Like, yeah. That's... You put them on the
1: top rack. See, what happens is you put the burgers on the main grill, right? Yep. And because a hot dog is already cooked, you're really just kind of warming it up. That's really all you're doing. So you put it on the top rack of the grill, and it warms up, and you just kind of, you know, as you go. Just then. half a hot dog, second half of
2: the hot Are dog. Are you eating it with or without the bun? Oh, I'm going to eat a bun, sure. Just put okay, them so on the if...
1: top rack so they get nice and toasty. Maybe right, you're right. wrapping them in some foil so they steam a little bit.
2: So the reason why I'm asking is if you have two dogs with buns, yeah. it's no longer an appetizer.
1: Sure, well, I'll speak for yourself. <laughs> That's it's no, it,
2: I think by definition, it's no longer an appetizer.
1: Well, you're reading from a different dictionary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you would love to talk to my sister right now. So my sister Maggie says that she's in her quote-unquote her hot dog era yeah. and that she takes down a lot of hot dogs recently. So I'm also going to the Dodger game on Monday so they're playing the, the Nationals.
1: Okay, and Who are you rooting for?
3: Uh, <laughs> I'm rooting for the Dodgers okay. and the Nationals suck. I know but that
1: I, the Nats are kind of your
2: hometown team. Yeah,
3: they're my Hometown team, but you know, I'm gonna be there in dodgers I have a Clayton Kershaw jersey, like, there's all that stuff. So, so, basically,
2: you're not a fan of the Nationals, your hometown team. Just just say it, <laughs> okay?
3: Yeah, sure. I mean, it's also hard Carpet to root for them, they suck. suck. <laughs> have you tried to well, watch a Nationals game recently? They are
2: actually. I, I don't want to, I hate to tell you this. They just finished the series yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to ask me about watching a <laughs> national series, I just got through one,
3: but anyways, <laughs> so this is the thing going around. Um, tiktok where people are well this has been like a common thing for a couple of years of people trying to do a dog an inning but with the pitch clock it's become much more difficult (laughs) to go through nine dogs in nine innings and um also there are people doing it for uh taylor swift's concert so she does all of her albums in the in the concert and so that's uh uh 10 albums and so she there someone is taking down 10 dogs and in, in, in three and a half hours and there's also one album where there's only one song okay being played. i got a couple so i got a, a couple thoughts here first <laughs> off
2: for tiktok i don't know like i i don't know what kind of views this is gonna get the type of impressions the popularity how many new followers all that stuff it ain't worth it. Just have two good <laughs> hot dogs and enjoy the damn show.
3: I don't know. A couple million views and you get some... Uh, you and, know, Trav, just, and
2: your cash. stomach pumped. <laughs> Trav, is, Trav, don't you agree? Enjoy yes. this wonderful three-hour baseball good. game or this wonderful three-and-a-half-hour Taylor Swift show <laughs> and just have a couple hot dogs. Two, two uh,
1: Look, I like hot dogs. I do. I like hot dogs. I will eat hot dogs. I'm not anti-hot dog. At all. Two is the uh, perfect. That's, the max, it. The, no yeah, that, that's it. It's the maximum amount yeah. of hot but dogs.
3: You Always eat the two hot dogs. Do you always eat them like kind of together? Like you get the two off the grill, you eat them together. Or you do like one, you stack couple hours, and, not stack <laughs> not, not even like a a double.
2: Big dip. Mac of hot dogs, Lua. yeah. just <laughs> <gonna> go, bun, <laughs> dog, bun, dog. No, like, sauce.
3: you know, <laughs> if there's someone That's pretty good by the way, <laughs> if there's someone on the grill working, you get two at a time. You know, yeah. or you get a, a burger and a dog. Both. Yeah,
1: it, it, whether you eat them one, you know. Put two on your plate and eat them, or Mm -hmm. whether you have one, go do something else, come back and eat another one an hour. But it's always two. It's it's two. Is something like with
3: drinking where two can be a slippery slope to four or five? It depends. What what are we doing? If we're drinking
1: martinis, two is the number, right? (laughs) Martinis and hot dogs have one thing in common. Two is the number for both of them.
2: but, But you do you can easily go from you had two beers and then you're like ah screw it now you're up to four or five I can't go with I had two dogs ah screw it I'm gonna have four or five you're not in your
3: hot dog era that's why
1: (laughs) 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 all right let's go back to what we were talking about where Wendy was on Lakers talking with you Slee and he said that he believed that the Lakers had a terrific season you agreed with him I, I think where you start has a lot to do with your perception at the end and you said you know it's better than I thought it was going to be that they got to where they is a lot better than I I think that's why I stopped short of terrific it was good it was it was borderline very good but because it was so bad at the beginning I think anything would have felt like some success just getting into the playoffs getting into the play-in would have been hey listen man we started two and ten and here we are. At least at least we got into that. And the fact that it wasn't just that, but a lot more than that was wow. I can't believe where it is. But as I pull back from it a little bit, the 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 matchups that you got were very favorable to you. These were good matchups. Doesn't mean that they didn't have to play well against Memphis. They did. Doesn't mean that they didn't have to play well against Golden State. They did. But terrific to me means you had a chance to win a title. And I don't know if this team did. This team got deep into the playoffs, but when you really look at where the, the gap between where they were and where Denver is, is significant. I know that those games were close, but they also didn't win any of them. right? They, they, you can kind of look at that half full, half empty. This is one of those, yeah, you were in it, but you also never got it across the goal line, that you didn't win any of them. It's good, but I think the fact that we started, for instance, I'll use another bad food analogy. If you go anywhere, this is going to suck. This is this is just this is this is the worst place. I can't believe we're back here again, and you get something that's okay. You're like, that was pretty good because you thought it was going to be terrible, and it was decent. It kind of tricks you into thinking it's a little bit better than it was. And I think there's a small element of that to the Lakers. Not that it wasn't very very good, but the gap between the best teams in the league and where they are, I think there's still a, a lot of daylight between those two. things. So let,
2: let's let, go back to a couple weeks ago or so. Remember when they took... They went up 3-1 against the Golden State Warriors, and you and I were doing a show, and it was like, they could freaking win the whole thing. That that it is not... It is not out of the ordinary to think that the Lakers can win the whole thing. Even yeah. when you got to the Final Four, and I'm saying before Denver and the Lakers even started the series, there was true optimism. And it, was it fool's gold? I, I Maybe you could say that because of the way the series ended. But I remember... The two and ten start for me. I don't base things off the two and ten start. That was their fault that they dug themselves such a hole. So mm-hmm. I wasn't basing. Well, they started off two and ten, and look where they finished off. I'm just talking about walking into the season, what my expectations were yeah. versus how it ended. But there was there was a point. Uh, uh, this one is unfortunate, but it hit me a certain way. Game two in Denver. Lakers go up by 11. Braun actually gets a dunk. They go up 11, and they're about midway through the third quarter or something. And in my head, I'm like, they're going to win this game. They're going to tie this series up one apiece. And I think they're actually going to end up beating the Denver Nuggets. Oh, my gosh. Lakers can really win an NBA championship here. It all changed in one quarter. They went from up 11 to down 12. They end up losing that game. They lose those four games. But I – I pay less attention to – I thought they did have a chance to win it all, at least it felt like it going into that Final Four. And I don't care about the 2-10 and ten start. I care about what my expectations were before the season started and where it ended.
1: Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Beverly Hills and John. John, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, John?
0: Hey, what's cooking, guys? Hey, Trav, you need to uh, go to Costco, and they have these pineapple bacon sausages. Keep which talking. Which are excellent on the grill. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know if uh, veggies mm-hmm. are big on your menu, but – Asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower—those are all good veggies on the grill, too.
2: Yes, I, um,
1: that I do know. That sounds great too,
2: John. John, here's the problem with what you just did. If you're going to go talk about Costco food and then transition into the Lakers, <laughs> you already <laughs> lost Trav. Trav is gone. We lost him. Oh, gosh, yeah. a little
0: excellent. No GMO. You know, whatever they usually have, it's the best of that. That you know, they don't have a lot of uh, variety, but uh, whatever they choose to get, it's usually the best in that particular category. But as far as the Lakers are concerned, I mean, it was a fantastic season. We have to look at where they started from and we have to look at the variables. One biggest variable is LeBron James had a torn ligament in his foot. And even Jokic said they, the games could have went either way. He said, that's a good team over there. He said, every game could have went either way. So yes, the Lakers were that close with the best player having a Pretty serious injury, and the young players. Look at our wonderful young players. Look at Austin Reeves. Look at Rui. I am so excited about those two guys that I would rather see them trade LeBron and AD than them not sign Rui and Austin. I mean, I'm I, I love LeBron. I love AD, but I'm kind of tired of seeing old men get injured and not be able to start what they finished. So, absolutely, it was a fantastic season. And I'm just really, really proud of this team. And Rob Palenka, best job ever I could trade deadline. Yeah, he did deadline. a great job.
1: He did a great job. John, thank you for the phone call. And uh, veggies on the grill, that's happening too. And those sausages are now etched into the back of my brain. Look – Those The four guys that he mentioned, he said he'd rather have Rui and uh, uh, Reeves than than he'd trade LeBron and AD. You're going to have all four of those guys. I feel feel it's very, very likely that all four of those guys are back. What What you have beyond that, I think, is the big question that they have moving forward. But, look, you don't have to squint real hard to think that this was a great season. I also think that there's a path where it was a little bit misleading, which I think is what Dave and Chino Hills wants to get into. Dave, you're on with Travis Lee
0: going on uh i was uh yeah i was listening and and said something about you know going into that final four you know you had that that kind of hope that maybe maybe they could come back and and do this thing and finish it out i i kind of coined a term called lebronfidence and it's you just never assume he's ever going to get swept so of course you're going to go into that series thinking they're going to come out with one or two or always going to be able to keep them close so that's, that's just the only thought I've had about that whole thing. And, and you know, I think it was a terrific season. I think we can hang our hats on a lot of fun, good stuff that we did, and we can move forward with those core four, we guys, the guys we just mentioned, and see what we can build around them.
1: Thanks, Dave. Yeah, I, I think the lebron of it all is going to become less of a factor moving forward, which is why I think this offseason is so fascinating, mm. right? Because – LeBron we we just saw it and I think this is a big reason why he said what he said at the end of the line that I think he is fully aware of my very best may not be good enough anymore the 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 very best thing because what we saw in game four was his very best as good as it gets yeah I mean that that's 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 his best pitch that's that's his LeBron at his best pushing as hard as he can and they lost and, and and they lo- I don't want to say they got they didn't get creamed but they lost. It wasn't like you thought that you know okay, win here and this is going to go they they lost in 4. And my very best was not good as number 15's very best on that team. Might not have been as good as Murray's best on that team. And that LeBron fidence and I like that, that may be slightly less impactful from this point forward.
2: Yeah, I, listen, I I think there's it's very very clear that if you bring back, at least in my opinion, bring back the same exact team, exact same team, and you get 82 games with them, you get training camp with them, you get all that, I still don't think you have enough talent on the team. I don't. So I, I think they're the, the brawn piece of it is you got your absolute best 40 and 10 and 9 and played 48 minutes in the final game, and that still wasn't enough to win one game against the Denver Nuggets. AD, you're going to get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Some of those other players, some of them stepped up, some of them didn't. Um, I think they got to get better, but looking back on it, the more I look back on it, the more I kind of take a step back and say, okay, hey, you know what? I, I was I was okay with what they accomplished.
1: All right, a Memorial Day edition, a Friday edition, a long weekend edition of Ask Slee. Coming up next, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Send them in. All right, Al, phone or Twitter, your dealer's choice. I'm not hearing Al. Is he? Uh... Let's go phone. Okay, oh, yeah, let's me that... go phone. There he is. Yep. All right, let's start in Downey with Jason J. hashtag Ashley. What do you got?
0: Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. So, so Al, you're back at home, and um, in your culture, do you guys do any cool soups? Like you know, like Mexican have menudo. Or do you guys have any soups in your culture?
2: Uh, yeah, a lot of soups actually. Most of our dishes growing up were soups and they're all going on Trav, you're gonna like this <laughs> okay you're gonna I'm have <laughs> you're gonna have one pot of just rice sure uh, steamed rice and you know, basmati rice something along those lines. you're gonna put that in your bowl and then you're gonna have some kind of stew with it so the stew is oh, it's kind of rotating different vegetables and then just chunks of beef okay so it could be one of the soups could be okra in this kind of tomato type of stew, and then you have these chunks of beef, and it all goes on top of it. It's the greatest marriage that you can possibly put together. But here's the only thing that I will say. Tomorrow we're going to have a different stew, but they're just changing out the vegetable. I'm like, yeah, but it didn't really change all that much, but (laughs) they're like, well, deal with it. Um, But there's definitely curry type of stews as well that you're putting on. It's chicken, potatoes. Uh, that you're putting on rice as well. So stew's very, very popular in Middle Eastern culture. That
1: might be my favorite ass we've ever had. I yeah. really enjoyed that a great deal. Uh, Chrissy in the Trav and sleet community, what's worse, having a toothache so you can't chew or neck pain that doesn't allow you to move your head around? Also, at what age do you start waking up with a sore neck because you slept
2: wrong? At well, all ages. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's an age thing. I think that's a how awful is your pillow thing. Um <laughs> I would rather have – something really funny about the neck thing. You look so stupid when you can't churn your neck, right? Like you look – I you have to churn both of my – I got my left shoulder. My left shoulder has got to churn. And then my right shoulder has got to go as well. I'm You're moving my hips. Whole yeah. right? I, my whole body is churning. But I'd rather have that over a toothache. I don't know what it is about toothache. That's got to be like one of the worst things ever. If you said let's find a way to make Alan suffer – just give me a toothache. It's not I, you.
1: It's everybody. The, yeah, I, I can't do it. A, a toothache is not a toothache. It's a whole body, brain, electrical system ache. Because if that tooth hurts, every your toes hurt. Like if if, if you have a bad neck, your neck hurts and you can't yeah. you, and you walk like the Tin Man, but your knee doesn't hurt. That it doesn't feel like you're going to die if you have a stiff neck. A toothache is a totally different thing.
2: Every bite you take, I, yeah, come it on. sucks. Come on.
1: It's the worst. Crypto Ray. Would you allow a digital chip to be inserted into your brain for a clinical trial for half a million dollars? Hashtag athlete.
2: Half a mil, we got a chip inside my brain, have no idea how it's going to go. Nah, I can't do that. I, if you're asking me to, I don't want to be a part of the trial. If you're asking me, <laughs> hey, we tested this thing already. Yeah. You're good to go. Worked on dogs. It worked. It worked, but now we're gonna start kind of going to the next step. I know my life is not in jeopardy. The five hundred grand is not gonna be worth. Well, Sleewood didn't make it on trial number one. You
1: didn't even get to spend it. Yeah, your heirs would get to it. Like for me, it's how if I'm me right now. I'm fifty one yeah. years old. No, i I'm not gonna do that. If you said to me thirty years from now, hey, we'd like to. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, I got a pretty good run. And even if I kick off, my, my kids and grandkids can have the half a million. I might do it at that it's point. It's a good investment. Yeah, I'd say like, well, I've already got the over in life. You, you can have – go ahead, drill a hole in there and, you know, put an Intel chip what in what you got to do. Why not? Uh, GFish, 21. <laughs> this is a bad example of an ass sleeve, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Kay. I think he's trolling you, <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. You can see into the future you will bang your barefoot toe on the coffee table later tonight. Yeah. How much would you pay to skip it
2: uh, I really I, ran, I ran into this about two months ago where up in Lake Arrowhead and there's certain couches look it's it's a it's human air all the time but sometimes there's couches where the foot of the couch, it just sticks out just enough to where yep. if you go just a little bit under, that small toe is in <laughs> incredible danger, okay? <laughs> I, I, To this day, I think the nail is still trying to kind of figure itself out. So what would it cost for me not to have that feeling that I had a couple months ago? Yeah. A couple hundred bucks? Is it that much? I think two hundred. Okay. I, I think two hundred. I'm I'm happy to pay the tax. The here's the two hundred. I know it's gone. I could Venmo to whoever it is. Just start getting over <laughs> two fifty, three hundred. I'd just give me the just I'm gonna have to take the, the pain. It
1: cost you more than me. I, I landed on about fifty with this. Like if you said you pay twenty to skip it, absolutely. You pay fifty to skip it, yeah, I think I would. A hundred? I mean, it's going to hurt, but it's only going to hurt for like 20 minutes. (laughs) It'll go away, and I I think I'm going to be okay. I think I'm stopping right around the $50, $75 mark. Uh, you, You reminded me of something, and Emily, this is not why I wear shoes in my house. But in a house that we lived in previously, from where our bedroom was to walk into the master bedroom bathroom, okay, there was a step up into the bathroom, and the bathroom was tile. I missed the step in the middle of the night one night and kicked the step with my foot, okay? And not my big toe, but the one immediately to the, the – I was on my right foot. The Immediately to the right of my big toe took the brunt of the assault. The nail has never grown back right. It's like all thick and twisted and gnarly. And, and if you told me you could skip that for 200 bucks, I absolutely would have done it because I don't know if there was like a mutation DNA yeah, no, there's no alteration. Yeah, was no, that's it. It's it, and maybe it is why I keep my shoe I think the
2: toe, head. I think the toe and the nail fear growing back to just <laughs> take ha, the like, like, lead. Yeah, <laughs> I think they on purpose kind of they they retreat a little bit.
1: This is from Capitano Matt. Uh, I got to read this carefully Ichinojo retired before the May Basho, Tachi Onoshin retired mid tournament, and there's only one Ozeki. What are your thoughts on the current state of sumo? Hashtag asks Lee.
2: Well, I, I think this is its a terrible trend. It's very similar to <laughs> flopping in the NBA, right? <laughs> we have, you have some players that start doing it, and then the referees reward them for it. That's what's going on right now in that sport so it's uh it's not a good place to be right now
1: all right one more quick one from john and john writes in india my uber driver couldn't get onto a street where my office was so i just told him i'll walk the rest of the way it was only half a mile but some colleagues saw me during the walk and assumed i had walked the entire distance from the hotel have you ever gotten accidental street cred hashtag ask sleep
2: by the way walking half a mile to your uber is a long way It's supposed to be like a block or two. You're not supposed to – if you're screwing up with the Uber and they say, oh, the pin has got to be right here and they're on the other side, I'm typically waiting for them to, okay, just come find me then because (laughs) that's the whole purpose of me getting your service. Street cred like that, I don't think I've ever got. No,
1: I think what he's asking, if I understand what he's – maybe I read it wrong – the Uber couldn't get to his drop-off point, not his pickup point. but his okay. dro- And so he basically said, you know what, I'll just get out uh, here and I'll walk uh, the rest of the way. His colleagues saw him walking and thought he'd taken this really long walk. They're like, man, you're the man. Long walk in India. And he just let them believe that was the case. False street I, cred.
2: I, I wish I had. And I'm sure he owned it and said, yeah, it's no big deal, guys. I came four miles. Um, I wish I had something like that. I, I don't have street cred like that. <laughs>
1: All right. What are the Clippers up to? We've talked so much about the Lakers. The Lakers, do they run it back? Do they keep their guys? Do they mix it up? What about the other guys? Because we haven't talked about them for a while, and they're in a very similar position. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.